you join us here for the 30th <laughs> edition of uh, the Bronx Year Basketball. It's actually <laughs> the 40th edition. Well, there you go. This is our 40th time having an hour conversation about the NBA. <laughs> How many times have been abused on TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> That's only new. Welcome to the Bronx Cheer Basketball Show. I'm your host, Nathan <laughs> Callanan, and I'm joined by my disinterested co-host, <laughs> Jack Lynch. How are you, mate, you casual Celtics fan? Oh, here we go. Can't es- I can't escape it at the moment, can I? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Life's oh, good. How are you? I'm, I'm not bad. I'm uh, disheartened. I'm a bit battered by our TikTok comments because... Uh, par- I'm glad you copped it more than I did. <laughs> this week I copped it because I put Trey Young so low on our last uh, top 10. But uh, what are you going to do, mate? What are you going to do? And the best part was I was wearing a Celtics jersey. Imagine if I was wearing a Sixers jersey last yeah. week. <laughs> that would have been even worse. They would have been like, oh. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it would have been better because it like, you know, oh, at least he's got a reason, you know, but... Anyway, no, I talked down on Trey Young and no one liked it. So not even I did. No, <laughs> that's it. I was I was half the comments on the video. <laughs> <laughs> All your burners, yeah. You and KD. Someone's got to do it. Uh, anyway, uh, let's just uh, before I forget. If you're new to the show, hit that subscribe <laughs> button on YouTube. There's always something you forget. Uh, there's always. <laughs> we've, JL, we've surpassed a hundred subscribers on YouTube, which is, and we're pretty new to the whole video game, sort of. Um, so, congratulations, mate. We made it. That's it. So Who, who would have thought? This, who is this is it. This is it. So, if you're new to the show, hit that subscribe button. Is this where you announce that we're retiring because we've hit, <laughs> we've hit our goal? 100. <laughs> that's it. 100 subscribers. That's all we ever wanted. Uh, and hit the notifications bell. And if you're just listening and you are new, hit the subscribe or follow button. I believe those are what the buttons are. If we did retire right now, mm. would this be sort of representative of Zion's career. <laughs> I, actually, I actually reckon it would because we that's what you're talking about. We started, for all our newcomers, we started the day after... Z- oh, sorry, the night when Zion debuted. We sort of marked that as a starter. You know, we've had hiatuses here and there, but... Um, Hitting our, our strides our, and then... Our, our career... Then got fat. <laughs> yeah, our career has been exactly like Zion, so... That's a good analogy. You know, I think we may we should get like a little Zion like yeah. figurine. I like that. Talking about Zion. I don't know if you did this <laughs> on purpose, but talking about Zion. I'm not good, I'm not that good of a co-host, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I've got three dot points to talk about or just to mention at the start of today's show. We have three dot points of Zion news. Now, reporting is reporting. You got, you know, levels of reporting. You know, you got obviously uh, more trustworthy reporters such as Shams and Woj and then you just got your average beat writers. However... Beat writers have a good insight to some teams though. They do. Of course they do. You've got um, to trust the beaties. Yeah, so Zion is still feeling soreness in his surgically repaired right foot and is likely to be shut down from bas- from all basketball activities for the time being, Shams reports. I believe that was Shams. Um, and uh, so moving on. And so Zion... Has also been reported to be skipping rehab, skipping some rehab uh, workouts, and falling asleep during. <laughs> this is the one I love. <laughs> falling asleep during film session last week. The Pelicans are terrified of upsetting him. <laughs> Mate, we've been in the same situation where you have a big lunch, a bit of a food coma. And I reckon Zion's mum, who's, who's supposedly a nutritionist, is cooking him a bit extra. She's a nutritionist. That doesn't mean anything. 
anyone can be a nutritionist. It's yeah. A dietitian's like the actual one you want. That's what you got to study for. Yeah. A nutritionist is just a piece of paper. <laughs> it means nothing. She's giving him some gumbo or whatever the the New Orleans I was gonna delicacies su- are. I was going to surprise you, Talia. We got Zion's mum on the show next week. <laughs> 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 now, now she's telling us she doesn't Do want to come Do we have Ben on. Simmons' brother who's a shooting <laughs> coach as well? <laughs> oh, that could be, you could make like a Hall of Fame out of that, couldn't you? Um, Uncle Dennis? Uncle, is that um, Kawhi? Kawhi, yeah. yeah. And uh, Marco Fuchs's mum. Apparently a bit on the crazy side as well. Okay. Yeah. Well, she, w- she was bugging his room and stuff, listening to him and... Nearly a starting five there. Anyway, uh, and <laughs> also another report. Apparently Zion is up to 330 pounds. That's Big 150 boy. kilos. Big boy. That is... I mean, that is huge. And I can talk from experience like... That is huge. Like that's, there's a lot of Zion. There's a lot of Zion, <laughs> and we're not it. talking about the place in Utah. We're talking <laughs> about, um, we're talking about Zion. So 330 pounds, falling asleep in um, uh, film sessions. Film sessions. Yeah, sorry, film sessions, and skipping apparently rehab. skipping rehab sessions. They're shutting him down from basketball activities. We've already talked about this a little bit, JL, but. <laughs> Have you got any anything else to say? Like, can uh, what? What is this? Do you remember when I got, I had that stupid hot take, and I was just just throwing something out there because I thought if this is right, I'm going to look like a genius, mm-hmm. and it was never going to be right. But I said Cam Reddish will end up the best <laughs> of the three Duke players, which was Zion and RJ Barrett and Reddish himself. Yeah. It's almost like one of those names is crossed off yep. at the moment. He's not doing himself any favours. Um, and like, look, if that happens in life where injuries prog- you know, track worse than you expected, that's part of it. That's part of injuries that happens constantly. But when players are putting on more and more weight, yeah, when their injury is, may not be weight related, but just naturally the lighter you are, the less load you're putting on your foot. And I'm... With a hundred percent certainty, you can say the doctors would have said, "Mate, you got to trim down." Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, that's just part of it. I've been hearing the same. And no, we, we all have. <laughs> um, but when you're clearly not listening to it, you're clearly doing like putting yourself and your career in jeopardy. There's mm. not much else to say. This could be the the quickest career I've seen from Crazy. someone so talented, except for maybe Len Bias, who didn't actually start his professional career. Damn. Um, so. Last week, I said I believe that he will one day lose the weight and we're going to get at least like five, a good five-year span out of it. <laughs> and him. then two, two days later, they <laughs> announced it. <laughs> if you had to put a percentage chance on him losing the weight and getting at least a five-year consistent span before he you know, you know, breaks his knee or some shit, um, what would you give... What's the chances you reckon for I mean, all? I haven't written him off yet. He's still young. There's still time. It just looks less likely by the day. There was a photo of him the other day where he looked pretty, pretty slim. It, but there was one. It was like with him with like some fan. He looked all right. But then there was that one that was photoshopped. I don't know if you saw that of him like in the red tracksuit at one of the games. Oh, was that photo? That was photoshopped, and ah, I fell for it. And like it, it wasn't that badly photoshopped, by the way. They didn't add that many, that many kilos. Yeah. But I, I, it's hard when you can't actually see him. If we saw yeah. him out there, you'd know. Remember, like someone like Jared Salinger. Yeah. We knew he was fat. Mm. 
because you saw him out there. Yeah. But then there's someone like Carmelo Anthony that, you know, was called fat his whole career, but he was just wearing the padding underneath here, and that's mm. why he just looked a bit more... He's just got a big frame, Melo. Yeah, yeah, he's got like, a fat face, but, like, yeah. he's, you know, he's quite lean. Mm. If we saw Zion, other than, like, in big tracksuits, we'd probably have more of an idea. But at the time being, it was just like... Until I see any sort of changes... I've pretty much written him off at this point. Yeah, Jesus. Which is so scary to say, considering he was like <sighs> the most hyped pro- like prospect we've had probably since Anthony Davis. Yeah, pretty much. It has been, yeah, AD. Um, moving on from Zion, it's a shame, but moving on. The Pacers are reportedly blowing it up, or they're very interested in hearing offers for Sabonis, Turner, Levert, um, I don't know if Malcolm Brogdon, as of right now, because he extended, is eligible to be traded this season. A, a year, I think. Yeah, yep. So, they're Pacers. What do you think of that news? Just just brought in Rick Carlisle. Did I call this one in our preseason predictions? You said, I said, that said they'd be, like be bottom four. Bottom, but I don't reckon they're aiming to necessarily be they're that. They're just bad, and that's what I said. Yeah, it's just not working. So, I don't think if they're going to... So, maybe blow it up isn't the right term. Personally, I don't think... I know if you're going to rebuild, you've got to rebuild. Mm. But I reckon they would be very happy to hope that, like, for example, TJ Warren comes back, another shooter or two, and then try their luck at trying to get Ben Simmons, for example. You know what I'm saying? You reckon? I, don't, I think they're in they're in no man's land and they have been for a long time. You reckon they're going to go to like near OKC level? Like the not bottom that, bottom? Not that bad because they don't have the, the talent to give away that OKC did, you know, with PG and Westbrook and things like that. Um, and they don't have the time either, I don't think. Yeah. I know OKC are in this position where for whatever reason they're, they're stuck in OKC and and the fans are fans out. Indiana have been stuck in this period for ages where they're not maxing out, they're not bottoming out, they're sort of in between, and that's where the frustrations are. And I think they've got to do yep. something quickly. Um, if I'm them, I'm getting rid of everyone. Yes, just sell well, you know, all, all their veterans anyway. Sell them what because we know they're actually good players. It just yep. doesn't work together. Brogdon, I know they can't trade him, but he's a fantastic player. He'd be great on a championship team. Yep. Um, just plays his role, shoots lights out from, you know, from beyond the three, and just never turns the ball over. Mm-hmm. Sabonis is, I love Sabonis. <laughs> I speak weirdly high of him, <laughs> but he's you know a double double machine, two time All Star now. I think. Yeah. His value is probably never going to be higher than it is right now. Yeah. The issue is when you announce that you're ready to you know sell everything, teams offer low, but. They're competing with each other, though the teams. So no matter what someone tries to lowball, if if two teams lowballing, that is you know where the competitive price comes in. Turner's okay. We know he's got his issues, but can still defend. Does foul more than he probably should. He's very block happy. Mm. Loves chasing blocks. Yeah. But I think in a in a team where he did get that license to you know shoot from outside, he doesn't have that inside game that we thought he might going into you know his second, third, fourth year, that never really developed. But if he was paired with, I'm just trying to think, I was just first one was always Giannis because, you know, outside shooter and not many teams can offer someone like Giannis that'll score inside. But if he was teamed up with someone like that, he'd have, you know, immense value. Yep. It's just trying to, trying to find where he does fit. Yep. So I mentioned Ben Simmons and, mm-hmm. of course, we're sort of getting closer to the trade deadline, but more so this week. 
I think it was free agents that signed on are now eligible to be traded. That happened sometime this week. Yeah. So more players are available. But just in general, the Ben, I think it's well and truly now. Ben is like, it's well and truly Ben is never playing for the Sixers again. No. And I know many people have already been saying that for a long time, but the door was closed and now it's locked. Yeah. So, and from a Sixers fan perspective, um, we started eight and two. Very happy days, sunshine and rainbows, very nice. Then we were hit by COVID. So Tobias, Joel and Matisse, a little bit spread out. We're all out for like three weeks. We just sunk, of course. And now, I mean, who knows, you know, when Jason Tatum and Seth Curry had COVID last season or whatever it was, took them ages to yeah. get back to their best. I think Joel's doing all right so far. I reckon Joel is playing well enough for me to say we're seeing the Sixers now how they are, right? The 8-2 and two start was all, as I said, sunshine and rainbows, yeah. and it was a bit of a blanket covering up our actual problem. Um, the the team's, team's learning how to defend you now as well without Ben. Yes. That's always part of the it. The Utah Jazz, this is where it gets ugly for me and Sixers. The Utah Jazz came into Philly, and we were very hard to beat in Philly. Um they killed us. They killed us by 20-something, I believe it was. Um, I mean, we lost to Memphis by 35 today, but they got no Jar Morant. They've won like eight of nine without Jar or something like that. Killed the Lakers. Anyway, don't want to get off track. What I'm saying is I, if I, I'm feeling it, and I'm sure Daryl is now feeling it. Now we're actually just playing at sort of our best. And we're hitting the, the the ceiling. Like the Jazz are just knocked us back down yeah. to earth. And it's like, you've only got 75% of the salary that we've got, you know, because 25% of our salary, Ben Simmons, is actually refusing to play. Yeah, You can't get a injured player exemption for that at all. But even if you could, that's not a lot of money. The point is, we could have three $10 million players, two $15 million players, or one max player instead of Ben Simmons right now. And you'd be flying. And... Even Joel, like I know Daryl's probably in great communication with Joel, but even Joel's got to be like behind the scenes, listen, mate, I don't like this. Time sticking. Like, and so I kept saying, surely we cannot go past a trade deadline with Ben Simmons, which is February 10th. But now I'm just like, now I'm just like, surely, surely. <laughs> like, it's just like, it's even I more so. I think they're going to be looking to sell. Yeah, we're going to have but to take something. So sad. No one, no one's expressed interest in buying so far in terms of you know trading for Ben Simmons because more is just I don't know what he's trying to do with these, you know, with these trades he's coming up with. Yeah, but at this rate, people are going to just they won't even pick up the phone when he does call. Mm. So. Uh, Portland have made it clear, according to Woj, that uh, Dame is not going to be traded for Ben Simmons. We're going to end up taking one of these deals. We're going to end up taking one of these like Kings Pacers deals yeah. or something. It's going like to be from that. a middle a middling team. I just I do trust that he'll get the best that he can. But man, this this has been shit, and it's been really shit. And if he gets to a team Ben Simmons, where he's you know pretty much the main guy and he has shooters around him. Don't get me started if he starts shooting. Ah, oh, I'll be I'll be so dirty, man. <laughs> because he's a bloody at his best, especially in the regular season for now, he's such a high caliber player and we're gonna get a bunch of a bag of chips for him, as they say. Um Less so than that. 
be like yeah. the modern day bag of chips where it's mostly air. Yeah, the modern day bag of chips. When I, when I was younger, we didn't get them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the Sixers, uh, there's a reason why, you know, there's some rumors heating up about Ben Simmons. Shams, I tried to find his article, but the headline of his article is that Ben Simmons trade stuff is heating up. The Lakers and the Knicks are some of the front runners. And uh, you got to think, you got to, I hate to say it, but what is that, Westbrook? Well, I don't know. Westbrook's playing good basketball now. Don't say it. You know he's playing good basketball. And like, that's the thing. He does this every year. He did this in Houston, started terribly, was dominating for was playing like MVP Westbrook, if not better, which is, you know, kind of kind of weird to say, but was scoring at an efficient rate. And this is when they went, t- like, remember when they went micro ball? Mm. Smaller than small ball? You just <laughs> give yourself a facial. They- <laughs> Splash myself in the face. But, um, yeah, he, he had shooters around him. He, could just get- he can still get to the basket at ease. It's just that he was great when, there's, for a bit, yeah. when there's defenders there, that's where he struggles. So he's finally getting his rhythm up, but whether he can do that in the playoffs is the always the question mark with him. And what the hell could the Knicks give us? For, for, nah. We're not getting, we're not trading with the Lakers. Yeah, it's going to be one. like... Quick one. The Knicks need to blow it up. Ooh. I'm calling that early. Ooh. They are terrible. <laughs> and they've got good talent. They've got good young talent and they need to blow it up. There's no surprising me here. No, I don't think they do. I just agree with you. Really? Because the, the Thibodeau... Have you seen them at the moment? Yeah, I know. But the Thibodeau, we're trying our hardest... We're going to get more wins than we ever did, even if it is a low amount. I'm serious. That's, that's the first step. That it, No, sorry. I've gone on about how I'm... What's your quickest route to a championship? This is not theirs. However, the Knicks need some wins. The Knicks need to at least be a Pacers, right? The Knicks bit need to be the no. Pacers for a few years. They have done that. Well, not recently. No. Yeah, but they've done it in 20... 2014, 15, 16, <laughs> no, no, then they were terrible. <laughs> They've got Julius Randle probably has about six weeks left of value. <laughs> this is your only time to trade him for a first rounder. You have to do it. Anyway, I don't think they will because as I just said, they need some they need what the paces are sick of now. They need to just be like, okay. Mediocre for a while. Yeah, because this it's like the Kings. The Kings need just a bit of that. <laughs> they need a bit of something. <laughs> the Kings need to sell their team get, and move get, to Seattle. Get get us De'Aaron Fox, man. You know what? That's that's the one that I think I like the most out of all these shit trades. Get us De'Aaron Fox and... What about the Jalen Brown? <laughs> <laughs> I had a shout out my physio. My physio said to me today, he's a Boston fan. Uh, he man. goes to me... Get him on the show. He goes to me, what about this? Jalen Brown and... Um, Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart for Ben Simmons and Seth Curry. Fuck no. You'd say no? 100% percent you say no. Marcus Smart. I would say no, and I'm the Sixers fan. <laughs> of course, right, Jalen is better than Ben any day of the week. And I would take Marcus Smart over Seth Curry. So, definitely no. Seth Curry is very important to the Sixers in mm. particular. The two-man game with Joel. And I said no for that reason. He's an off... I think there needs to be like a definition of scorers in the NBA, which I think... Off-screen scorers, which Seth Curry is, aren't as valuable as create-your-own-shot scorer. Of course. If that makes sense. Um, and it's, what's Seth averaging now? Like 16 points a game, something, something like that? Something like that. 
And not to say they're a, a weak 16 or anything like that because they are so valuable. They stretch the floor and things like that. But it's not as valuable as no, but a that, lot of but, other 16 but boys. But I, I, that point that I said is very, very potent. Um, the JJ Redick, Joel, now Seth Curry, Joel, two-man mm. game is so crucial to yeah. our offense. And we're, we're a struggling offense team. A lot of that's got to do with Ben. But you can't underrate that at all. I... And I'm a big defense guy. I would, I would take Marcus Smart over Seth Curry in just like a, a vacuum. They say, but for for Philly, I'd take Seth Curry. For Philly, I need Seth Curry. So Whereas I if, can't Se- make if that Seth Curry was playing for Boston, what screens would you run over? <laughs> Who's the threat to score here? <laughs> the two man uh, game between yeah. JJ Seth. Anyway, but and you you just you just lo- you love both those players. I do. Talk down a bit but too also, much on Ben there. But also, Jalen Brown is better than Ben Simmons <laughs> by a country mile. Welcome to the show, guys. <laughs> How many times have we had the same argument? And even though you've turned your... like, I've never seen someone 180 on a player more than you have on Ben. I have. And you still try and criticise nah, me for taking Jalen over Ben. Ben, we'll see. Well, 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 let's not do it now. I want Ben in the playoffs for another team. Hopefully he doesn't go to the Kings or something. <laughs> Well, hopefully he does, because I want De'Aaron. Give us De'Aaron and Buddy Heald, for fuck's sake. No. They wouldn't. No. Anyway, let's move on. For our listeners, that was me making... That wasn't a dog. That was me <laughs> That was me making a grunting sound. This week's segment, JL. Let's get on to it. This is called Overrated, Underrated, or Perfectly Rated. We've hit this one over on the football show, and now we're hitting it here on the... The basketball show. So, shall I go first? Please do. All right. Overrated, underrated, perfectly rated. Dylan Brooks of the Memphis Grizzlies. Are we, how are we doing this? Are we going to say at the same time and then discuss? No, you, you, you tell me. Underrated. He's so fucking underrated. I would trade Ben Simmons for Dylan Brooks and something, something. Dylan Brooks, and I don't even need to look at his stats. You watched a man play. Great defender, hustler defender. No. Unbelievable defender. Yeah, in-your-face defender, a deadly three-point shooter, and just ferocious in sort of being a leader, a young leader. There's a reason why the Grizzlies, even without Ja Morant, have got a great offense, uh, defensive rating and win games. I know Dylan Brooks has missed games here and there, but just in general, Dylan Brooks is underrated. He should be more talked about I as agree. one of the best stars. I think he's... His biggest criticism was that he fouls too much. Yes. He likes playing defense too much, which is a a weird thing to say, but he's just he can't fight over every single screen. You've got to let some players go. If you're not your timing's not right, you've got to go under and try and recover. Other than that, runs the offense quite well, capable, you know, with the ball in his hands, doesn't make stupid passes very often. I like him. Just he's a, a solid player that any team would love on their team. As soon as Game Seven ended of last year with uh, Philly losing and that, and you know I was just in trade Ben mode, um, I felt so clever coming up with Dylan Brooks. And I don't, I, I, please do not overlook that. I know Daryl watches the show. Daryl, <laughs> big don't, fan. Big don't fan. over. I don't. I don't know if Memphis would take Ben Simmons just in general with the fit with Jar. Yeah. However. If we could somehow nab Dylan Brooks in like a three-team trade somehow, whoa, he's underrated, and I reckon he he could get even silkier and better with our offense and complement Joel and that. Don't hate it. I don't hate it. Okay, give me yours. My first one. 
For this season only. Okay. So 2021-2022, LeBron James. Oh. Overrated or underrated? Wow. Whoa, shit. All right. Curveball. Um... Let's go. Let's go. Let's go underrated, and the because and this is surely your reason is because while KD is getting all the light and he should fifty one points yeah, the other day unbelievable on thirty one shots. I know there was no Harden, but it takes fifty one points from KD to just get over the Pistons. Sham says that Kyrie might be coming back soon, so the Nets need that. The Nets need. Did it, you see Kyrie released his own fashion brand? No, I did not. Made out of hemp or something? $140 a hoodie or something like that. <laughs> of course. Hemp, I'm assuming. <laughs> It'll be something, something like that, yeah. Anyway, um, while KD's getting all the limelight and Steph is getting all the limelight, um, and I'm sure there's more, Giannis getting a bit overshadowed, in my opinion. Jokic starting to get the recognition he deserves. Yeah. But anyway, KD and Steph, all the limelight. And, you know, the Suns stuff. LeBron's missed a lot of time. And they look dreadful mm. when he's when he's. I think they were plus two when he was on the court against the Grizzlies, and they lost by ten plus. Yeah. So that just tells you they were minus fifteen or something. I think they lost by seventeen. Anyway, you get what I'm saying. LeBron is the Lakers' chances right now. Always has been. Always will be. That's it. And the so. reason I the reason I did ask is people. And it happens with, like, the best players of the generation always. Like, with Steph Curry not that long ago. But now, obviously, he's proven that he's as good as he ever was. But people love to try and bring him down a peg. And when LeBron had his slow start, then got injured, then the suspension, people were like, he's done. He's no longer the best player in the competition. And for the first time in a long time, now actually is arguable who the best player in the competition is, where it was LeBron for almost a decade. And now it's finally got to that point. I know you're fucking Kawhi Leonard. But... (laughs) He's scored 30 in nine out of his last 15 games or something ridiculous. Yeah. And I don't feel like anyone's mentioning it. Yeah. For people are because it's LeBron. But for what he's doing, if Steph Curry had scored 30 in his last yeah. 15, sorry. It's because yeah. the focus right now is how bad they are yeah. off with outside of him. Yeah. Yeah. It's um it's incredible. And there's yeah, there's players like that. I think there's one or two that I might even mention the same way, but yeah, that's a good one. LeBron this season is being underrated, and that just happens. Fatigue, you know, stuff like that. It's get, like get tired of it. Yeah, Jokic and Giannis, I'm pretty sure have been better this season. Um, getting a bit overshadowed by the Steph Curry show, you know, and stuff like that. My next one, I'm going to stay on the same track. Anthony Davis. I knew you were going to say that. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. Let's do it. Let's do it. We have found out. Do me to go? Overrated. <laughs> underrated. <laughs> no, no. Only just. No. What do you mean? You can't be underrated. Perfectly rated. No. Th- that's am- Only because if he wasn't playing on the Lakers, people would rate him perfectly. People would know his weaknesses, would know his strengths, but because he's on the Lakers, the light, light, the you know, the spotlight's on him. He's still scoring relatively well. His outside shooting's gone, defending not as well as he has. But when you do that on the Lakers, you're not winning games. That becomes he's now a net negative. <laughs> he's not a net negative like people are talking about. Him. No man, he. 
Okay, who who's who is higher priority on the Lakers? Who do you think uh, you trust more to win you games out of Westbrook and AD? AD. AD. Yeah. When LeBron is off the court <laughs> and when LeBron is out, AD, he's been actually pretty bad recently, even on defense. Um, you know, just some silly mistakes and some silly just like not even paying attention sometimes to things like rebounds. Um, and the whole offensive struggles and stuff like that. He's, I say it again, number one word for AD, timid, timid. He is not a monster. He's, he's near seven foot or he is seven foot. If he's always scared of playing the five. Hates playing center. That's a hate. Hates playing the five because he's timid. He's not, he should get in there. Get fouled, and not to mention, and this actually inspired me to come up with a new segment, something like top 10 like players made out of glass in the history of the NBA. AD is like near number one. <laughs> because this guy, you touch him, and Stand then he's, he's out for the rest of the game. Like, you think like Joel, and that's injury prone. This guy, you touch him, and he's, he's injured. He's overrated. So I think, I think he's playing very subpar for his standards. I just think that... The narrative is that he's worse than he is. And that's why I'm saying underrated. Not because he's better than what people think he is. I reckon just we've just finally worked it out. I reckon, reckon the lights are shining. And as good as the bubble was, and we've talked about how we can measure players on the bubble, I, I don't know. I, Not I just, sold? Something about, something about AD. Two years ago, before the season started, or last season, whatever it was, you and I did top 10 players coming into this season. I think it was the start of last season. Where did we put him? I put AD like second or third. (laughs) Because I believed. And you know, the whole bubble, the Lakers and stuff like that. No. He is not one of the superstars or one of the... What's the best word? He's not one of the world beaters of the NBA, the giants of the NBA that can... No, but I don't think anyone thinks he is though anymore. But people talk about him like he's no, worse than he is. No, like I think they they think he sh- he is and he should be, and that's why they're underrating him in your opinion. Yeah. But it's slowly going to come to a stop of underration, <laughs> which you don't appreciate. But no, anyway, he's not that. He's not it. All right, number two, me. I put this guy in here for a reason because mm. his whole career he's been the underrated guy. Mm. And I know, now, I know your answer. Oh, maybe, no, but now I don't know where I put him. Okay. He's always been the underrated guy. Mike Conley. So his whole career. His whole career, he's been every conversation. Someone posts on Twitter, who's the most underrated player in the NBA? It was Mike Conley for almost a decade. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what do you mean now? Because, yeah, I would say underrated. What, what do you mean now? You mean now or his whole career? His whole career, he's been underrated. Whole career's been underrated. Yeah, right now. It was a very, it was a very cohesive force in Memphis. Mm. It was Rudy Gay, <laughs> who we've been told we underappreciate. Rudy Gay, uh, Marcus Sol, Mike Conley, Zach Randolph. Zach Randolph had his jersey retired in Memphis. Congratulations, good old. What was his nickname? Does he have a nickname? Zebo. Zebo. How did I forget that? Anyway. It was a cohesive yeah. job. And when you have things like that, you can be at the, um, you know, you can be underrated, which Mike Conley has his, his underrated career. What about right now, though? Because I think 
I think he's overrated now. And I think part of the reason he's overrated is that everyone spoke about him being underrated for so long that people started rating him higher than he was. Mm. And then he was he was made an all-star in Utah last season, the year before. Yeah. Um, you know, his first all-star selection, that was great. He thoroughly deserved that. Mm. But now people talk about him like all-star Mike Conley. Yeah. But he's just a good player, Mike Conley. Yeah, I... I don't know too much because he's been so injured in, mm. in Utah. That's why I can't get a grip of what I rate him, his time in Utah. You know, of course, when he first got there, he started off so cold. Then he slowly had to pick it up. And then I think he finally picked it up. But then he was injured again, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So Same I haven't story. got... Right now, I don't have like a rating on him. I'm not sure. I, I find it odd. Because when people talk about Utah, they're like, oh, yeah, Donovan Mitchell. They've got That's Mike right. Conley. I'm like... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Mike Conley. That's right. I would take someone. Actually, I don't know what to say this, but Dylan Brooks was, for example. Yeah, right now, right now, I would take Dylan Brooks. I don't think they're that dissimilar players. Great defenders, mm. shoot well from outside. Obviously, Mike Conley, I'd trust leading offense. You know, any day over Dylan Brooks. So please don't kill me in the comments for this. But <laughs> they're not going to change the team's value all that much. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's hard to rate him right now, but overall, I got to say. Um, underrated. Okay, next one. All right, haven't been going for that long. That's nice. Okay, Luka Doncic. Here's the hard one. I thought you might put this in. I actually thought because I was thinking about putting him in. Initially, it was the he's not as good as his stats say, and he was underrated. Then it was from coming from Europe. No, this is just. His oh, first year okay. in the NBA, yeah, he's not as good as his stats. He was underrated. Mm-hmm. Then within like a month, very much overrated, which happens with any young player. Mm-hmm. Tatum was like this. Trey Young was like this. You know, it happens where you know they get you get excited. You sort of project into the future and what they're going to be. Right now, third season. It's his fourth season, isn't it? Is it his fourth? Yeah, it's his fourth. It is his um, fourth. Fuck. I would say, oh, I almost think properly rated. Which I'm sort of surprised I'm saying that. I'm just sort of thinking mm. about it now. But people now know his flaws. They yeah. now know... And I think part of his flaws is the the system they've got in Dallas because he has to do everything himself on offense. Um, I think properly rated. He yeah. was definitely over for a while. The, mm. the hype of Luka Doncic being the next big thing, the next phase of the NBA, didn't come into fruition as, you know, as soon as we thought. Yeah. I would say properly. Including us, you know, overall. Oh, we, we 100% did. Yeah, We yep. were on that bandwagon. He is still... I see where you're going, and that's my train of thought. Um, I don't reckon it's there yet where he's perfectly rated. <laughs> I don't think it's there yet where it's perfectly rated. I think we're still in the overrated era because people are saying he is like top three best players in the NBA. Some people say that he like so we did um we did uh top ten one team players mm-hmm. and we both had him at like fifth at best or mm. something like that. Um anyway, and then people are like, Oh, you know, for example, Jokic is not better than um than Luca. <laughs> okay, here, so here we go. Here's how it goes. K D, Steph Curry, LeBron James, um, Nicole Jokic Giannis Antetokounmpo, and I would go Embiid, and that's just off the top of my head. They're all currently better than Luca. Currently, Luca will one day. I think 
We all know he will be the best player. He'll win an MVP. Or he'll two. win an MVP. I think he'll be known as the best player in the NBA at the way we're tracking. I don't think there's anyone that looks more promising than him. But right now, he's not one of them. He's not one of the top three. I would probably put him top ten somewhere, but not top three, not top five. Um, it's just that's why he's overrated. You bring up his name, and there just seems to be a whole crowd that goes, "I don't know if it's we've been brainwashed." But it's because that can we get, we get sucked into the hype of a young, right. a young star. He's not top. He's not top five. You know, cut out Embiid. That's the five. Giannis. That five is pretty much. Un, like, you can't argue that. That's right. Um, maybe, so. maybe throw in Russell Westbrook in there. <laughs> James Harden. Maybe not now, but James Harden when Twelve he gets back ago, to your best. Definitely. Yep. So, oh, and Kawhi Leonard. What am I saying? Kawhi Leonard. I mean, you can't say it because of injury right now. But before he went down, he was at his best. So. Man, Luca's not better than those I just listed. That's just that. He's overrated for me right now because people haven't come to that conclusion that he's not top five yet. Yet. This one, I don't think we're going to have much to say on this one. But I knew we were going to talk about him today, so I put him in. Miles Turner. Miles Turner. Whoa. That's a dig dig deep in the files. Um See Miles with a, with a Y or an I? With a Y, definitely yeah. with a Y. That's why he's no good. <laughs> um, Miles Turner is perfectly rated. He's perfectly rated. Yeah, it doesn't. It Twelve do- months ago, when he was in these trade rooms with Boston, the most overrated player in the competition for well, like a six-week period. Was it? It was not the start of this season. Last season, he, he was, was going, yeah. killing it defensively. He was averaging five blocks a game. That's what it was. Like That's what it was. Eight games or something yeah. like that. He's a very handy tool. Like you talked about it. Like three and D center in mm. the modern NBA is very, very handy. However, he's perfectly rated. He's not He's not like you put him on a, I mean, un, apart from like a pop or a Brad Stevens or a like top, top coach. You put him on a normal team that's fighting high in the playoffs. He's not going to look any better than he is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't think. And if you put him on a, you know, a OKC, he's not going to look any worse. He's going to look the same, I reckon. So people know what he is, I think. So I think he'd be better on a championship team with, with space and the license to do as you please. Like like Bobby Portis for Milwaukee last year. Mm. He sort of got the license to, you know, run that bench unit and score through him and defend like a, the madman he is. I think if Miles Turner had that sort of leash on a championship caliber team yeah we'd, we'd love him <laughs> but he's just not that good yeah i think he's i think he's still slightly over but yeah i'm, I'm just still mad about that that six-week period where he's going to boston boston won him i'm like <laughs> no we don't he's anyway no good he um yeah no nah, he's it's it's about there yeah anyway next one paul george come on Come on. Am I the only person in this world that likes Paul George? I think he's now underrated. He is underrated. But I still don't think he's as good as you think he is. <laughs> <laughs> he's underrated. I say all the time. I've said this a million times. The tools he has. Fuck <laughs> off. Fuck off. Don't fucking start me He is this. a shh. He can, he can do it all. He's got a great inside game. He's then why great- doesn't he do it all? He does in the regular season. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He's okay in the regular season. No, in season. the regular season, especially even now to start yeah, this season. he's playing well, but it doesn't really make a difference. Really well. I don't yes, care. it does. I'm not sold on him. The, Shut up. Other than, the, <laughs> other than the Indiana playoff times and 
last year, for that one year now with the Clippers, um, and there might have been... No, anyway, he gets his bad name because of his <laughs> playoff nicknames, you know, Pandemic P... Um, what else is there? <laughs> <laughs> he calls himself Playoff P. Uh, way, way Off P was a good one. <laughs> yeah, way <laughs> Off P. Um, PG 13% or something like that. Anyway, <laughs> he is underrated. The, I'm, I stand by it. The Los Angeles Clippers. The Los Angeles Clippers, if Kawhi didn't go down, were going to win the championship last season. And he would have been very clearly the second best player at times, you know, he pushes the the limits with Kawhi on a championship team. ACLs or ACLs with Kawhi. But anyway, he's underrated, man. He was good last year in the playoffs. I'm trying to get his stats up now. I'm not actually ignoring you, despite having heard this. No, no. I was, <laughs> time I was... and time again. <laughs> um, last year in the playoffs, and good. I said this at the time, he was great. Yep. He was. The first round series, 29 puts a game, 28.7 in the second. They came back from two two nothing holes. Mm-hmm. He's a good player. He's a great player, and I think people have sort of tarnished his name a bit, and that's probably his own. Like fault. that's the thing. Like where, but where, he's not as good as you think he is. He's done nothing. He's time and so time what again. Cate- what what category do you put him in? What other players? Tell me. He's in that sort of third tier, I reckon. Third, third tier. Third tier. So we got your, the sort of top five you mentioned, right? Yes. The top five you mentioned. Then I'd say the guys like he'd be in the he'd be in the category with people like Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, those sort of guys where no. they're good but not quite there. He's yet. in the tier above for me. No, he's not. At his best, I'm talking. Well, we you, can't, <laughs> you take him at their average. <laughs> I know, I know. So at his best, Michael Carter Williams was going to be a seven-time <laughs> All Star. I know, but that's that's I don't know, but he does hit his best. I know it's uh, mainly in the regular season. He hits his best every January. Plays well, and I was like, oh, MV, MVPG <laughs> back, MVPG, <laughs> and then nothing happens of it. It happens every single year. It's like clockwork. Uh, Give I up just... on him, like he had through with Ben, mate. Give up. Oh, Ben. Anyway, he's underrated. So what do you got? He's underrated. My next one. No, no, what is he oh, for you? For me, I said he's underrated. Yeah, he's underrated. Media-wise, people hate him. Tarnished. But you overrate him so much. <laughs> All right, my next one is current day Derek Rose. Current day Derek Rose. Not his 2011 season or anything like that, or yeah. his career overall. Just the last, you know, two, three years. Current day Derek Rose is perfectly rated. He's very, what is he? He's very, he's a very reliable backup point guard slash, you know, step up point guard. But at the same time, it's nothing special, I don't think, personally. I think he's slightly under. The way he's been scoring the last probably two years... Limited minutes off the bench. And I know he's in a weird position in New York because, I mean, 12 months ago, they would have said, you know, they're a young team coming up. Now I am all for blowing it up because I think they're no good. But whenever he's on the court, he just scores the ball at will. He's probably averaging like 14 points a game or something like that over those two years. But does it efficiently. Um, I know he doesn't shoot the ball very well from three, but just seems to know the game better than 
other guards off the bench. Yeah. And I feel like he could be a starting point guard in the league still, but for some reason he's got that reputation of... And it's, it's just because of the injuries. Yeah. But it went from MVP Derek Rose to what could he have been to how is he still in the league Yeah. to he's a bench player. But I think he's gone past that he's a bench player to he could easily start on a good team. Mm. But no team wants to give him that opportunity. Yeah. It's hard to navigate with the Knicks. Hard to yeah, because they're useless. They are useless. <laughs> it's hard to see because, like, he's solid. That's the best word I got for him. He's solid. He's consistent. He knows, like any veteran, he knows, you know, every corner of the court type thing. You know, he knows like his spots, um, and you know how to not turn over the ball. But as I said, there's no, there's no wow factor anymore. Uh, and yeah. I'm not even I'm not even holding it to his standard. There's no wow factor like, you know, like I know I'm going to the absolute best here, but like coming off the bench, prime Lou Williams, or coming off the bench, prime um, Jamal. Well, I Crawford. think that, I think that's the issue though. I think because they had the ultimate green light. It was you're going to play 24 minutes a game, but we want you to shoot 18 times. But I think that that shot that that they had. I know the Knicks don't have a ton of shooters, and they're just the non-shooter team. <laughs> they just don't shoot the Knicks, or they're not great at it. But that shot that Lou Williams, the jump shot you know, that he has is that wow factor. I mean, there's nothing that's... Well, I think he, Derek Rose could do that. Not necessarily with his outside shooting or anything, but his ability to get inside still to this day is is better than a lot of starting point guards just getting into the rim. Yeah. Um, and that's why he's underrated in that. I, I think he could start on a good team. Mm. All right. One more. One more. You got any more? I've got one more. Alright, I don't even know. So I've done feels like we haven't even done them all. But anyway, I've got one more. Yep. Easy one. DeJounte Murray. Is it easy? Easy one. Come on. He's in that Mike Conley five years ago stage where everyone said he's <laughs> underrated for so long that now he's actually might be overrated because he hasn't really improved all that much. Well, he did have a ACL in the yeah. middle of his little four or five year time. Um He's his usage is up, but he's on a career high nearly nine assists, eight eight something assists. Um, everyone knows how good he is of a defender and how good he is. I was about to say that's stealing that's the ball. That's overrated now. That's overrated. He's defending because he made that defensive first team not that long ago. Yeah, or did he get snubbed from it? I'm not sure, but. He's but there was, there was one. I think I think he made the first team, and he played like twenty two minutes a game, and had like the least amount of minutes. He's averaging two steals a game. I know that um, steals can't always be the measurement. But, but you know when like someone like someone like Kobe, for example, unbelievable defender. But towards the back end of his career, he was nowhere near as good as he was. But he still made these defensive teams because it was his reputation. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. the opposites happened with Dejounte Murray, where he, he hit that so early. He still got that reputation, kind of like Kawhi those last few years. Yeah, yeah. you know, like he. He had that reputation built and stuff. He's still a good defender, but he's not a great defender anymore, I don't think. I think because he's got that, he's got the responsibility on offense now where... Murray. Or yeah, Murray. Yeah. Murray's got that responsibility to run the offense to mm. be one of their primary scorers. I just don't think he has the, the stamina to do it. And I don't blame him. Like, running an offense is difficult work. Mm. I just think he's a good defender now. And yeah. that's a still, without a doubt, a plus on the defensive side, but just not a great defender. I'd take... I'd take Murray, Dejounte Murray over Russell Westbrook right now. 
Seriously, would. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on your team. But I probably would as well. Do I think Murray, Murray fits more teams because you can always put a defensive point guard in any team. Mm. He's not a great outside shooter, and that's pretty much always his um, fall down. But he's underrated. He's underrated. I think he's perfectly rated, but overrated slightly defensively. Yeah. I don't like that. He's, he's a great defender still. He is a great defender still, but... Obviously more energy on offense, but he's still I don't think defender. he's a first-team all-defense mm. sort of guy. Who is, like, the best defensive point guard in the league at the moment? I'm always going to be biased towards Michael Smart, but I think yeah. the reason I the, the reason I rate him so highly is not for his the fact that he can shut down guards is because he can switch onto threes and fours. Yeah, I think we've mentioned pretty much any, all of them today. Like, there's there's obviously you know Ben Brooks, um, Drew Holiday. Oh, yeah, it's probably him. He's probably you know a, co- a combination of reputation and ability. Yeah. It's probably Holiday. Anyway, my lucky last, and I kind of want to throw. Same name, but twice at you. Okay. Chris Paul's career and Chris Paul right now. Because <laughs> I've never seen a player divide fans more than Chris Paul has his whole career. All right, so you're getting my take here. Okay. Because um, I, I love your, your opinions on things. So I thought I better <laughs> ask you. Chris Paul's career has been... Ah. Has been perfectly rated. If perfectly to under for me, but... I would go perfectly. When you get a nickname like the Point God, you it's because I don't want people to disrespect him. So when you get a nickname like the Point God and the way he used to play in New Orleans, um, and you know like a lot of Lob City stuff, you know I would go perfectly rated. And then right now I think everyone, even though everyone knows it, I think you've. Personally, I gotta go. Is more underrated because it is true. Yes, they've had other pieces, but it is true. They he stepped in. They went to the finals. Wherever he goes, they win. That's right. Stepped in and went to the finals. So you can't just you can't like make up an excuse. Like I was scared you're about to do that. Make up, and you might still be like, no, no, no. It's not actually that. It's not actually him. He stepped in. He, you know, throws it up to Aiden. He has his his mid range is unbelievable. That mid range is it. All, it feels like an, I've never seen him miss it. That little turnaround, he stops, turns around, yeah, always. Um, yeah, perfectly ra- perfectly rated career because I think everyone knows how good he's been, and now slightly underrated. I think his career has been underrated slightly, not by a lot, mm. but the whole rings argument, which I hated. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. And the whole it never got out of the second round until. Yeah. Recently, I think that sort of tarnished his career. When looking at you know looking at his career, what he's done on the court, one of, if not the, like, in terms of just true point guards, like not someone like Magic who had this ability to create mismatches or anything like that, but like playing true point guard, probably one of the most accomplished careers you could possibly have without winning an MVP or or a ring. Yeah. Like he just did everything for so long. Um, and I just think the playoff success, which was never really his fault. Everywhere he went, he was riddled with injuries or his teammates were, or the Rockets somehow missed 27 threes and he did his hammy. Yeah. Like, everywhere he went, they got better. He led them to the second round almost every year and something always happened. <laughs> so his career was just always tarnished slightly. Um, but right now, 
he's in, he's finally getting the respect he deserves. Yeah. And I'm with you. I think he's he's underrated at the moment. He's slipped in there with the with the uh, the Suns, took him to the finals. Houston got them to yeah. Pretty. What I love about that Houston team, this little rant I'm going to go on. When the Warriors were at their best, who tried to contend? LeBron teams. Mm. And the only other team to try and throw a haymaker was the Rockets. And they yeah. did everything they could. They try and change the way you play basketball. And now. they were there. And they were so close. Yeah. And, but, and it wasn't and it wasn't his hammy. Sorry, just a buddy. But it wasn't his hammy that undid them. They missed the 27 threes. 27 threes and in I'm a row. still mad about it. There was like four threes that were called off that should have been called. Mm. They called offensive fouls that weren't there or like Harden hit one that was an and one and they called it on the floor. Mm. They deserve to win that game. Yeah. Um, but no, I think Chris Paul, very, very good point guard, but for some reasons divided fans his whole career and I've never quite understood why. There we go. My little rant for the day. CP3. We're pretty calm today. Yeah, we are. It's I think it's uh, it's nearly Christmas, JL. Uh, well, that well that will conclude our show for this week, JL. Hopefully, we don't get killed again this week. But you never know. It always always. Uh, I didn't think we would last week. I should have known actually when I put Trey that that low. But thanks for commenting anyway, uh, TikTokers and YouTubers. It's all about that algorithm. Next week, on Tuesday, the day we record. Celtics Sixers back at the TD Garden again. I mentioned last week I might trigger up some, uh, you know, some beer bet, but let's save the more extravagant stakes for uh, if we meet in the playoffs. I think every time, because we play four times a season, I think every time we play each other, whoever team, which team wins, old mate wears the the jersey the next week. So you're up again. <laughs> Here we go. Surely, surely we get it done this time. We lost you by a point. Because you're no good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to think of an excuse. <laughs> um, did we have our full team? We did, yeah, didn't we? we? Did. Yeah. So did we. That was like the first time. Yeah. All season yes. And it was both. Yeah. The commentators are saying it was like the first time in a while, both teams. We're going to beat you next time and you're going to wear that Ben Simmons jersey. I'm going to have a full Boston tracksuit ready for you. <laughs> Jacket, shirt, pants, socks. <laughs> Hat, sunnies. I don't know that much, mate. I'm not that much of a nuffy. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway. Uh, Look forward to it. This is the part where I say, uh, if you're new to the show, hit that subscribe button, the notifications bell, the, subs- <laughs> the subscribe button or the follow button if you're just listening on your podcast app. Check us out on social media. Of course, TikTok, where we get abused. Go and abuse us on TikTok. You'll be... Part of the he family. Like it. He, he reads every comment. Yeah, just, uh, it's a it's a tough one. Don't tell him that. <laughs> no, you break his spirit. <laughs> um, and yeah, and uh, be on social media to keep up with the show. JL, I'll talk to you next week. Can't wait.